Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another episode of Loud About Nothing. It's me, your boy, the hottest dude in the podcast game, Sebastian Canelli. And as always, per usual, we got the cute boy here himself, Robbie Boy. Robbie, say hello to beautiful people. What's going on, beautiful people? You're checking out your nail beds? Yeah. How they doing? Mid. Can you, did you, could, were you shocked that I knew what a nail bed was? No. Oh, okay. You've used that word before. I know, I know. I was just saying if you've you, graduated uh, fifth grade. <laughs> no, the <laughs> nail bed isn't a fifth grade word. It's gotta be. No. What level word do you think it is? Can Ninth I ask you grade? a personal question? What? How's your feet doing? You got like how's you got callous feet? My feet are not doing great. This is something and I'll be on can we be on, can we speak frankly and bluntly now? This is gross. It's not we took gross. two weeks off. We're talking about gross feet. I, I asked how the they're doing. Thing. I thought maybe you were going to tell me they're amazing. They're fine. Maybe we go hit a place. I've been wanting to do this for a little bit. For what? To get a little a little rub down on the foot. You want a foot massage? Not a foot massage. I want like, I want to. You want a pedicure? I want someone to go in there. So do it. I'm I down. don't. You're down? Yeah, I would go. I can't go by myself. I can't go by myself. Okay. I need someone that's going to go with me. I'm scared. I'll I'll be honest. I'm actively scared to go get a pedicure. Interesting. You don't think it's going to hurt? Uh, you've never gotten one before? No. I've, I've got, gotten one before. Got manis. Didn't I've like gotten it. one manicure, one pedicure, the same place. But here's the thing: How old were you when you got that pedi? Uh, it was 2019. Oh, so I was saying. in Hawaii. Oh. I was like, I'm going to treat myself all the way. I think that I, – I think I just want someone to go in there. I just have callus on the back of my feet. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's weird. I don't like the way a manicure felt either. No. Too personal. Yeah, I don't like people – like that touching of like my in, places that people don't touch. Yes. I don't even touch my feet. How often are you touching your feet? Not a lot. Almost never. Do you wash your feet in the shower? Yeah. You bend down. For usually, yeah. Or I come up. Oh, I bring you the come foot up. up. I bring the foot up. Okay, you you yoga king. I didn't know I was sitting here with with sometimes with, with the of uh, uh, Bikram yoga master himself. You come up. You bring the foot. Do, do can you bring up your foot up to your nose and smell? No. No. Not if I'm standing. No. 
but you bring the foot up in the shower. You're Sometimes. not worried about a slip. You're not worried about a fall. No. You are so no, like here. You could like. You are so confident in a non-slip, non-fall situation that you will stand on one foot in the shower. Yes. I just my least favorite topic is what gross feet. One of my least favorite topics. It was just something it's like else. how your thoughts doing recently. I don't know. This is just not, it grosses me out. It's not gross. If, if, grosses I, don't, me if out. I don't get to talk to you about it, do you want me to go to someone else about this? No, you go off mic. We could go we could have this combo. But I don't want to have this combo off mic. All right. Because yeah, then, I'll go get a pedicure if you want. You don't want a massage? No, I don't want a massage. I talked to two guys yesterday who went to the spa. Men are treating themselves in these streets right now. That's good. Yeah. That's great. I, I think uh, Italian yeah. men, both Italian in their mid to late 30, 30s to 40s. I'm talking to a guy in a sauna yesterday about how he's going to the spa. $1,700 today with him and his girl. I think that's incredible. I'm like, yeah, go for it, man. I think that's. He's th- like, I just need a date for myself. That's nice. Yeah. I, I, I agree. And maybe I'm just like looking for that a little bit. Looking for. Yeah. I would like to find a place. To they get. go. They're both from. Grew up, I guess, in the area, and they're going like deep Brooklyn. Deep Brooklyn's the way to go. Like Bensonhurst, like you go to where the yeah the Russians. I guess yeah. The Russians. Well, no, the one it wasn't Russian because the other guy in the sauna was like, "Is it the Russian one?" And he was like, "No, not a Russian." Because one. that's the question. <laughs> to yeah, ask. yeah, yeah. No <laughs> offense, but like the, the, the Russians know how to spa because you know how hard their life is. Yeah, I guess they need it. They need, Russians do good. The Russians have great things. You know what they're great at? What? Vodka and spying. I didn't know that. Because here's the thing. If you look into Russian history, it's the saddest history probably of, of any country. Okay. It's one of the saddest histories out there. Ivan the Terrible killed so many people. Interesting. And they just kill people in their country. They're one of the countries that just like mass slaughters everyone. Okay. If they don't like someone, rather than execute them, they would just send them to Siberia to die. Interesting. They wouldn't even kill them. Exile. It wouldn't even be ex- that's they would kill. It would that would be like oh you're ordered to death by going to Siberia. Oh wow, isn't that insane? So they were like, but you'll be able to sit in a sauna, but and yeah, relax. So uh, you know what? When you after you send someone to Siberia to die, after you kill thousands of people, you're stressed. So what you what do you have to do? You got to relax. relax. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah. Um. Well, whatever. Uh, sorry, I just had to ask. I, no, there's some things I don't like to ask. On, uh, there's a place on. you can get a good massage, apparently, by us, like $60, somebody was telling me. That's nice. Yeah. I don't want a massage. I you don't want that, I, I just want my foot. Okay. I just want I want someone, someone to, to take care of it. Just rub my feet. Yeah. Um, I would never ask, uh, I would never ask a, a human being I wasn't paying to rub my foot. For sure. I would never. I would actually feel uncomfortable. Uh-oh. Same. Look, you're going into little kid mood mode. Yeah. Why? Because the feet talk. Yeah. What's the next? What are we? What else are we talking about today? <laughs> <laughs> I don't hate feet. Like I, a girl's feet are cute. I could tell you something even grosser. No, let's do something else. <laughs> you don't want to hear something what? even grosser? All right, let's hear the gross thing and then we'll move on. I bought a Fitbit. Okay. I bought a Fitbit. Um. First thing I did, what? It measures my heart rate. First jerked thing off. I did, jerked off and look at the heart rate go up and. <laughs> what was the? I'm such a child. Yes. That's like literally what like a a little kid would do. 
Yeah. Not me as a little kid. You as a little kid. <laughs> yes, me as a little kid. I Not every little kid. You as, as a little kid. <laughs> as like 13, 14-year-old Sebastian. Yeah. I'm like, I got a Fitbit. It says my heart rate. What should I do? Oh, should I go work out? Should I go for a long walk? See if it goes up. I go, let's jerk off. Let's, let's, let's really, see if this thing really works. Let's see if this thing really rides. Let's see if this works <laughs> and or let's see if my heart is still responding correctly. A thousand percent. To arousal. It did. That's good. There we go. Um, yeah, what do I want to talk about? Well, uh, thank you, everyone. Sorry that we were off last week. We're happy to be back. Um, so, Super Bowl Sunday was yesterday. Yes, it was. Happy Super Bowl. Happy Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes wins again. Wins again. I think that he gets too much hate. I love Patrick. Yeah, I think I think that he gets too much hate. Um I think that whole situation. I think people love to hate someone that's great at something. And I heard actually heard this. Yeah, also. but not they didn't hate Tom Brady like this. I don't like Tom Brady. I'm a Tom Brady hater. But I had reasons for not liking Tom Brady. I just didn't think he was that good. I think Tom Brady was a uh, product of a good situation. And then lear- was in a winning environment for a long time and then learned how to win correctly on a football team. So that's good. Yes. I mean, he got, he so got, he became, also, he was seeing everything. Like, after a certain point, his knowledge of everything, and he studied a lot, and he realized, like, I guess the studying can really help. Sure. But brains over brawn. Do I have to uh, remind you of a Greek f- a fable to, sure. to get you there? But he wasn't doing anything terribly impressive in well, his era where, like, you had someone. Super, he won the most Super Bowls out of any, uh, any person that ever lived. I'm seeing on the field, like, when you watch him. He's throwing like short little passes. You know what I mean? Where there's guys that can really air the ball out. There was guys that can make oh, like, I saw, I saw plays your, that are so. I saw your Rotten Tomato uh, review of Moneyball. You said worst movie ever. No, I only want Barry Bonds hitting grand slams. No, it, that's there's no player on that team that gets all this like praise as being the best. It was like, oh, it was a good team, team effort. Also, his first few years, he had really good defenses, so he kind of just like rode their wave, and then as he played on whatever. But I just didn't like Tom Brady. Um, but people love Tom Brady. He didn't get nearly as much hate as Patrick Mahomes. I can't Mahomes believe that gets. you're hating. I I agree, but it's just funny to me that you're hating on uh, Tom Brady because he he figured out a smarter way to play football. Because no, he just wasn't that talented. No, but you're a person. No, smart is talented. Being smart at football yeah, is athletic. talented. Yeah, but he and the begin like he got to that place. I think towards the end. I think that smart has to be. He part played of for twenty something years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, but also then he took care of his body to an elite level that he was able to. he could to, stay on the field and make those decisions. On the field. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, A lot earlier in his career when I formed my opinions on football, I would watch him. I'm like, this guy isn't great. He just had a good defense and did what he had to do, made short passes. Whereas I liked Peyton Manning, who was the genius. He's like the best of like knowing what's happening on the field, making those calls. And Tom Brady then like was like, oh, I got to do that because your competitors elevate you to a new level. That's great. But also then Peyton was like, could air the ball out. Peyton could make throws that Tom couldn't make. Like, And go. then you had Mike Vick who could throw the ball 70 yards and fucking run whatever. And now you got like Aaron Rodgers who I don't like, but better than Tom Brady I would say at football. Here we go. But then Patrick Mahomes comes along and he's just like, you watch him, you're like, he's yeah, the best probably that's ever done this. Because um, he's has the decision making, he has well, like the arm, he can fit the ball into crazy scenarios. I mean, they spent no money on anyone else on wide receivers this year. Um, yeah, because they they know 
and they're just like, all right, we're going to have to make they, – they're the first team to ever win the Super Bowl and lead the league and drop passes of guys just getting the ball, like, perfect, and then it's just like they don't catch it because they had bad wide receivers. Wow, shots fired from out. Yeah. I mean, I'm a big Patrick. I like Patrick shots Mahomes. I, I like, I'm like, all right, I like Patrick Mahomes. But now it's he's in, intertwined with all this, like, drama. I guess because of his wife. People don't like his wife. People well, don't like was, his brother. People don't like Taylor Swift. I was going to say this. What? Um, That someone was, like, interviewing him, and they said this thing. is like, oh, that he's beyond, like, after love comes hate. Okay. And, like, success. Yeah. First, people like you, and some people don't. Then people love you, and after love, people hate you. Yeah, because you're so good. And some, and he was having a conversation with someone about like how the hate creates a legend, so he doesn't mind the hate, the hate, because he knows that's how legends are. Yeah, this is how legends are made. He said something out. He was like, Which "The Chiefs are never was... the underdogs." Yeah, because th they were underdogs. Yes. He's like, "The Chiefs are never the underdogs," and that's what it is. They're not going to be the underdogs anymore. I just think it's really interesting to think of like, oh, if you're so good at something that people will just dislike you at a certain point is what I want to bring up. That um, that like after a certain point that people will just dislike you because so many people loved you. Yeah, that doesn't always happen though. It didn't happen with Michael Jordan. It did happen with Michael Jordan. No, everybody loves Michael Jordan. Who from that generation doesn't love Michael Jordan? A Everybody. Nah, not really. I think there's a lot of people that don't like him as a person. Maybe. That think he's a bad person. Not basketball fans. If you're, I would say most basketball fans from that generation love Michael Jordan. Because he got a lot of positive media coverage. Pretty much exclusively he, positive media coverage. Well, he opened the NBA up to a new level of uh, success. You know? Success. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, but it's not the same as like a LeBron James who got has gotten hate pretty much since he's been in the league. Well, the NBA protected Michael Jordan. Yeah, and the media, and people love him. Welcome back. We've been uh, studying sports for the past. I like to talk weeks. sports. You want to talk sports? I will talk sports. <laughs> I literally, I'll tell you this. I just want to say the interesting thing about at a certain point, love becomes hate. <laughs> yes, that's all. That's all I was getting towards. Okay. Um, I just thought that was like... I don't know if I necessarily agree, but okay. I think that most people, if they hit a certain level of fandom, people start to hate them. Like, I just heard this thing that people hate Will Farrell. Did you know that? No. I did not know that either. There's large groups of people that hate Will Farrell. Interesting. I did not know that. He, people love him so much. Interesting. It's contrarians. Yeah, that's annoying. Yeah, I think... And, and so I um, imagine there's people like that with Michael Jordan, because I think there's more reasons to hate Michael Jordan than there is to hate Will Farrell. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, uh, a lot more, if we're being honest about yes. it. Um, like, there's these, like, people hate Tina Fey. Okay. Which blows my mind. Yeah. How could you hate her? I don't know. She's so likable. She's very likable. She's... <laughs> so, I, I think that, like, you... And I was, like, thinking a lot about, like, you love becomes hate because people are haters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think that... They're close emotions. One of my favorite quotes... The opposite of love isn't hate, it's indifference. I almost farted. And I... <laughs> me and my ex used to argue about that quote because she didn't believe me. But I think that love and hate are very close. It's like a switch because it's such a heightened emotion. And if you're already there at that heightened emotion, it's like yeah. easy to switch. I think the opposite of that is zero emotion. Wow. Yeah, turning emotions off is hard. 
Is, uh, or like, like just not caring about that's something. what I mean yeah, like yeah. if you love someone to turn their emotions off it's hard it's hard yeah, yeah so you sw- I mean. switches to hate um, yes that's why people hate people after they break up because yes. it's, that's easier yes um, and I think you're truly over face. somebody when you don't think of them at all anymore yeah, not when or, you hate or, them or if you see them and you don't care yeah yeah. indifference um, so uh, w- why why did you bring that up we're talking about love and hate love you're up at this level yes. of love and it turns into hate because I'm saying they're close. I think they're very close to each other. Yeah. I think that people – I also think that to hate someone that much um, creates more media coverage for you. Definitely. Yeah. So it's like a good thing at the end of the day. They want – yeah. It's also easy to get people to hate something. It really is. Yeah. It's so easy to have someone hate something. Yeah. Just the like the to rhetoric, create these narratives. The narrative that you put out, like we have no idea we're we have no idea the stories that we're forced to read. A hundred percent. What do you think about Travis Kelsey screaming at Andy Reid? Not a good look. Not a good look. What? Travis Kelsey doing a lot of icky things also, during this Super Bowl. I had to turn off his fucking post game interview. He was embarrassing. Beyond embarrassing. He was, I don't give a shit. You just won the Super Bowl. It was embarrassing. Travis Kelsey at the end of the Super Bowl looked like like the drunk cousin at a wedding getting up to to like grab the microphone and be like, I know Mike fucked a lot of girls. Yes. <laughs> right? It was very much that energy. It was like uh, he had to sing a song at the wedding. Yeah. You know? It was very Ooh, cringy. I had to turn it off. I had turned the volume down. It's kind of crazy that that's like the picture that everyone's showing is Travis Kelsey screaming in an old man's face. And he bumped him. I mean, yeah. they asked him. They asked Andy Reid about it like four or five times in the post game interview. And he, Andy Reid was nice. About he covered it. for him a lot. Of, well, that that's a good coach. That's why he's winning uh, coaching yes. awards. He goes, "I want that. I like that for my players." He goes, "I yell at him a lot, so it's okay. I I want that." He just was telling me he wants to be on the field. I, I'd rather that. He literally they asked him a lot of times, and every time he's just like reinforcing that it's okay. It's okay. This is the the environment we created. But Patrick doesn't do that. No, because... Patrick, you can't get mad. I think that's the one thing that Andy was saying. He's like, he just encourages people. You want people to feel confident. Yeah. You want people to lose confidence at the biggest stage and start questioning themselves. Like, you need to be hyping these people up and getting the best version of them. The best acting job I ever had was a person that made me feel confident as I was... Yeah, that's how you want anyone to feel at everything. That's not the way it is most... Really? Oh. With acting. They don't tell you shit. An actor like me that goes in for a day, yeah, I'm fucking a cockroach. You know what I mean? I'm basically a pawn. And I want to talk about some acting stuff for a second. Right? Okay. Super Bowl commercials have literally gone over the line. All it is is Super Bowl commercials. I've said this before. It's famous people. On famous people, on famous people, selling products they shouldn't even care about. It's people with millions and millions of dollars being like, fuck, fuck Suzanne that lives on the Upper West Side and has two kids. She doesn't. Let's not worry about the kids. I could use another in-ground pool. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to advertise the cold brew. I'm going to do this. It's fucking ridiculous that these people went on strike, the actors, and these multimillionaires that have all the money, that have so much money. We have friends actors and stuff. We have Sir Anthony Hopkins selling cold brew. 
He was knighted by a queen. And he's 90 years old. And he goes, you know what I need? Not even American. He's 90 years old. He's a knight. Not American. And he goes, I do a Super Bowl ad. What was the SAG strike for? You are these actors are Amazon. They don't realize everyone else needs to eat. Yeah, they don't. Re- they don't care about their union. They do not <laughs> care for a second. Yeah, everyone people else- don't realize this used to be like the minor leagues, commercial acting would be the minor leagues to getting real jobs and like keeping yes. you afloat and all this stuff. You don't have a Rod at his prime going back to play for the Staten Island Yankees. It's a thousand like, percent. That. It literally is these people. <laughs> People would be commercial actors because they would would have. That's how they would pay the yeah, bills. They need to make a living. Obviously, they want to be in fucking movies. Of course, no <laughs> one dreams of being a commercial actor. No, Flo from Progressive wanted to be a movie star. Yes, let's be real. A thousand percent. Yeah, but you know what happened? She got a good job and kept it, and did a good job on that, and they kept her going and kept her going, and yes. now she makes a living. That's what we call a working actor. This is why working actors don't exist anymore. No, it's because. Oh, when it's time to give someone the gig to be in the Super Bowl ad, who should go, we go with? Uh, Tom from New Jersey or Beyonce? Yeah. Who are we going to go I with? I know. These celebrities just are obsessed with clout, and they're like, all right, I can get off some clout. If they didn't think it would give them, like, it's it's giving them visibility. It's like, oh, this isn't a good move. No, just do your own thing. You have an Instagram was, with 100 million followers. You can just post it there, and a lot of people will see it doesn't. You don't need to be. This in could the, feed a family for a year. This could send three kids to college. Yes, it could send kids to college. But instead, Ben Affleck goes, eh, "I'll do it." That would. I and really. That kind of disheartened me to see Ben Affleck do that. Whole ben thing. Affleck, Matt Damon, Tom Brady, J Lo. That's one commercial. I know that could literally that could feed half of a town in New Jersey. And they could, yeah. And then they just rely on the celebrity for the ad. The whole ad is that we have celebrities in it. Oh, I guess who it used to be up? F- like creative ads. Now the creativeness is just like we got more celebrities. Yep, that's how cre- like we're living in a hellhole. So they're not paying writers either. No, nope. they're not getting fun writers or co- comedy writer, whatever. It's just like let's squeeze as many fucking celebrities in this as possible. We have to realize, Robbie, we have entered an age where the gate has. I, I guess I've never realized it. The gate has closed. What gate? The gates to. The rich and the poor. Oh. A gate has closed. Yeah. Very few make it through the other side, and they keep that closed. Yes. What does Hollywood want? What? Not to make, Not to have little actors make money. They no. want them to stay poor. Yeah. They want to give it to J-Lo. You know why? Because J-Lo listens. <laughs> J-Lo fucking listens. <laughs> well, it's funny. We were talking about this recently, and we said, like, Ice Spice, they let Ice Spice in. And then you see the Super Bowl, and she's in the box. Yeah. She looks bored half the time. Ice Spice is, is real. Because she's figuring she's it out. She's not really like... Trust She looked the least like, I am not going to put on a show for anybody. And that's because she's new. She's new to the club. I mean, They just let her in. I like Taylor Swift, but it looks like she was striking poses to, like, she practiced how to look in the box. She sure. knows. She knows. She's, I mean, that's not her fault. No. But I think that the... That literally they are gatekeeping now the shittiest part of acting, commercials. Yes. I cannot believe they're – what are they going to gatekeep next? Industrials? What, are you going to get hired by Pfizer and then all of a sudden who's going to be in the commercial? Nicole Kidman? That's who we see when we go to the movies. Yes. When we go to the movies and you sit down to watch a movie, who's telling you that you're about to enjoy a movie? Nicole fucking Kidman. Yeah. 
You know who used to do that? Literally NYU <laughs> students used to make films before the movies. Yeah, that's crazy. It is truly, I cannot believe these people went on strike. We should be striking the pe actors. <laughs> We yes. should be striking actors. And I also want to fucking say this. If we're going to stoop to commercials, we can't call it a fucking art form anymore, okay? Yeah. I'm sorry. I love you, Ian McKellen. If you're just doing commercials, you're not an artist. You're a fucking money slut. Yeah. You're a slut for money. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. That's not art. No. That's and you know what I don't know. Da Vinci was a, a fuck was maybe he was getting a lot of money from the Pope. Maybe everyone was just a money slut. No. Maybe I'm just discovering this now. Maybe so. I don't know. Oh, it's uh. They said my heart rate just went up. <laughs> <laughs> as it should. This oh, is crazy. Almost as high as me coming. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, somebody's got to have some fucking I don't know sense of the art. There is, it's absolutely absurd. Yeah. I used to watch the, um, when I first started doing improv, I would watch it and I would notice all these improvisers and actors that would be in the end. And they would be able to survive for a year or two. That was a year for them. Yeah. And it was almost like a gift. Super Bowl came around and these people were able to be like, thank God I could pursue my craft now for another year because I was given a couple of lines. Yeah. You know who has that part now? David fucking Schwimmer. I know. David Schwimmer. <laughs> The multi-multi-millionaire from Madagascar series that owns Friends. Yeah. I cannot believe that we're – it's actually absurd that these people sh were striking with the same people that, like, make SAG minimum. I don't have fucking health insurance. I spent – I literally showed up to a place. I showed up to a place to go to a fucking nutritionist because I hate my fucking body and I can't stand who I am and I want to get in that in order. I show up there and they go, you can't come here because you're a poor little bitch. Because <laughs> you don't make the SAG minimum. I drove to Staten Island yeah. because I said I need to be by my parents after I do this because I'm going to feel sad. Yes. I'm going to be stressed. This is going to be a lot for me emotionally. I drove to Staten Island to be close to my family so I could emotionally handle this. I get there. They go, you don't deserve this you little fucking bitch they go get out of our office and get rich they go get me jennifer aniston yeah, yeah. i can't even be fat no i can't even i can't even show up to a place and say hey can i get a little help no they say no yeah i'm because you need to make a a certain amount which is not even that much money necessarily in order to get health insurance it's and you know what would give you that? One commercial One, at the Super Bowl would give you health insurance for a year. The only time... How many people realize the way that the industry works at all? I literally... I, I have to... I had, I had like, a, a, a thing I had to... That was, like, I had something on my body I had to get looked at or something, right? I had to pay money for that. Yeah. Because I... Unless I want to go to the emergency room. That, yeah. And you know when the only years I didn't have to? When I booked commercials. Well, anyways, yeah. this is official. I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> it's absurd. And it this is, is the official announcement that Josh Gad will be taking over my role in the podcast. <laughs> Josh Gad, <laughs> fucking kill me. Yeah, I, I cannot believe these people picketed with the say everyone else in SAG. It's wild. And then say and say yeah, were we they need just addicted rates. to any level of attention? Yeah, they just want attention. It's that's crazy. Yeah, they they go. We want. I'm gonna start we clocking who's not rates, doing it. So you can't have the job. Yeah. It's almost a tease. We have to remember mil multi million dollar celebrities are on the side of the networks. For the most part. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they want clout, which they get from the acting jobs. 
and then they are mostly producers. They said strike, they with, their strike with us so we could fill the table with food so you could watch us eat. Yeah. What a bunch of fucking bitches. It's crazy. Right? What a bunch of fucking assholes. And I, just I didn't wanna... realize it was that bad, that it was all pretty much A-list celebrities. It w- You didn't see? No. That's why. I mean, there's a few commercials, but like almost all every single commercial was A-list celebrities. Yeah. They had a Beyonce commercial, and like Beyonce's like assistant person was played by Tony Hale. I know. An actor who has been in so many sitcoms, has so much money. Yeah. No one has any integrity. I'm surprised we didn't no. see the Pope in a fucking commercial. I don't know. It's crazy. I mean, <laughs> I'm surprised. I'm surprised you Obama start... didn't have a commercial. I, I, I it's it makes it, it makes me furious because I'm out here and I can't even get coverage to see someone about my emotional pain. I'm on the phone with people being like, "Hey, can I see your therapist?" No, you can't because you're on this type of health first, not that type of health first. <laughs> That's crazy. And I go, I, I, I go. What What do you want me to do? Yeah. At a certain point, I'm just going to walk up to a place and shoot myself in front of one of the greatest comedic actors of all times. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> but at a certain point, I they mean, have to realize that they're the bad guys. I hope that. Yeah, I don't think they do. They're in. They don't have much of a sense of reality. And here's the thing. I think they're very departed from reality. If I become famous, I will become one of them. Instantly. No, you don't do that. <laughs> It's no, it's just truly crazy that they don't realize that they just let other people eat. I know. Let other people eat. You're about to get on a plane. Matt Damon's going to tell you how to evacuate. Like what? You think that's a joke? What? That's going to happen. You think? <laughs> I hope that's not. That's going to happen. Hey, it's me I from Delta. I saw Daniel Day-Lewis on Sicko T- TV the other day. No. I was pumping my gas. <laughs> and, he, and, and he was doing method that he was, uh, he was the gasoline pump. We can't. We can't. I mean, that's th- people don't realize that acting is a job. It was a working class job. Working you class could job. do a play and you could do a commercial every now and then. You you could make a living being an actor. I was taught when I was coming up by people. They go, Sebastian. They go, they go. You're doing good. They go. You'll be able to be what, like an electrician. You'll be able to make a living. Yeah. Yes. That's what they they go. They go. That the the goal is that you could become an electrician, and that has completely gone out the window. I guess that people have become so well with social media and everything. It's kind of a lot of it's blended, and they're just like, I need attention, 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 followers, followers, followers. If I do this commercial, that'll get eyes on me for a little bit. Maybe somebody will book me. Because it's just like they're so self conscious almost. If you're out of the the line, if you're out of like trending for ten seconds, yeah. it's like oh, we're struggling. I didn't. Now that I mentioned it, I don't know if this is true. I didn't watch a lot of the thing, but a lot of the younger kids I did not see. No. Yeah. The kids coming up. Yeah, it's like what's his name? Tom Holland. Good on Tom Holland. He's going to do a play in the West End. I saw. Great. Recently. Great. I love that. I like if the young kids are like we we want to be actors. At least he's an actor. Chalamet didn't do any. Did he do an ad? I didn't see Chalamet. Davidson did. But Who? Pete, Pete? Pete? But that's but Pete's Pete lane. Needs it. Pete Pete's needs not an actor. It. He's not an actor. He's not. <laughs> He's a hardly a comedian. No, Pete. This needs. is Pete's lane. Pete's He's lane a clout is commercial. Guy. Yeah. yeah. He's a commercial. Yes. SNL. He's showing up at He'll do a special every few years. Side by the Knicks. We want to see what he's doing in his life a little bit. When you say, what's Pete known for, you go, for being around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we love Pete's that. Pete's allowed to do the commercials. I 100% agree. It's Tony Hale. What are we? 
Come man, on, man. I'm to- I mean, that's not even my problem. My problem is Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer my Aniston. Is Sir Ian McKellen. My problem is is Sir Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. It's, it's like these- with Academy Awards. Once you get Academy Award, you shouldn't be al- allowed to do a commercial. Can we put that in F- the Maybe five context? years before and after you do a big commercial, no awards eligibility. And I think this is a good rule. It's It has <laughs> to be. It should what be. Are we, actually- we can't give you an Oscar if you did a, a Super Bowl commercial. Three weeks later, you're gonna get an like. Granted, none of them did that. I don't think the I people mean, that are. But Hopkins won two years ago. Yeah, maybe what, last year. I, I, yeah, I think he two years ago that, he won. When he played the father. Yeah, with, yeah, yeah. Uh, dementia. Um, yeah, tremendous movie. You maybe should be banned feel from doing horrible inside. You should be banned from. And doing now he's gonna tell me the cold brew to drink. Now he's gonna tell. It's not even a good commercial. Yeah. If if he was doing a commercial, if Anthony Hopkins showed up in a commercial and then he's like promoting. Ending world hunger. I go, good on you, brother. Good on you. Sure. But if you're promo- promoting, if George Clooney's there and we're promoting Nespresso pods, yes, you got to go fuck yourself. Bit. Oh, Clooney was in an ad, right? Yeah. You got to. What are we doing, George people Clooney? People are in on the regular. You sold your tequila company for a billion dollars. For a billion. What are we doing? Taking advantage of people in, in another country. Yeah. Uh, we don't need. Everyone that owns these tequila companies are fucking scumbags. Yeah, too. yeah. It's, I know my boy LeBron has one. I, yeah, it's not. Nah, no, it's a scummy move. I agree. It's a scummy move. LeBron doesn't. He's not perfect <laughs> by any means. But you know what? It's people whispering in LeBron's 100%. ear. hundred percent. It's like, it, but at it, a certain point, he's got a. He's you're LeBron. You yeah. You got the devil in your ear telling 100%. you what you could do. Like, I know at a certain point. Here's the problem, and I I am a man that struggles with excess. But to just build a country and only on excess is is a problem. It's sad. If we're a country of excess. Yes. Says the fat man screaming at no one. Yeah. <laughs> no, it is sad. And it, it is for sad. someone who you did just go through the whole strike and then you couldn't work during the Went strike. Through the whole strike. To, to you couldn't work. I recognize like you make one... money from working. The people and this realize. set you back. I, <laughs> like, let's be real. I You're not working for eight months set you back. I did a commercial. I probably made $50,000 from once. Okay. That set me up for like a couple years. Yeah, that's nice. Me, like, I don't survive. think people realize this. People don't realize that. No. They don't understand the working class versus elitist class dynamics in Hollywood. And then it's annoying because they're like, oh, Hollywood's so liberal. Hollywood's so liberal. Hollywood is not that liberal when it comes to, like, actually putting money in, like, workers' pockets. This is like Jeff Bezos saying – he's a monster, right? But Jeff Bezos going, you know what? I'll own the company. I'll make the products. I'll, I'll package it and I'll deliver it too. Yeah. Like he's just like I'll do every every level of Amazon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. do every level. Yeah. It's like no. We need to pay people to have a functioning society. We have to. There has to be tears. Yeah, people need to make money. There has to be tears. Well, this is what's sad about this is the way the country is going is we're just trying to funnel money well, to that's the richest why, people in every industry. I'm like, there's a door, yeah, and it's like if you got behind closing. the rich door, yeah. it's closing quick. It's pretty much no yeah, one's yeah, gonna own closed. property. No one's gonna yeah. own cars. No one's gonna own anything. It's just gonna be four people that the the fear of monopoly is real. I play monopoly and I pee pee my pants. Yes, I I do a little pee pee in my pants when I listen when I do. A I monopoly. don't play monopoly. Do you play Fall Guys? You know Fall Guys? No, I don't play Fall Guys. So the concept of Fall Guys is there's like five rounds. There's 40 people it starts. And then the first round, they knock off, say, like eight people. Then you do a new challenge. They knock off people. And then you have one winner at the end. I don't think people realize that this is this is going to be like Fall Guys. So we're not making this door. But then there's another door that's going to, like, the door is going to keep closing until there's going to be less. In, and people are just like, I want to get in this door. 
Where it's like, no, we should just stop the doors from happening. That's what Jennifer Aniston doesn't realize. She, there's going to be a door gonna that's going to close door. on yes. her at one point. Maybe not. She, I, She'll probably I think she owns a production like. company. Like She might have like 100 million, 200 million, 300 she million should. dollars. She was like one of the highest paid uh, yeah. TV actors of all time. She should, yeah. Yeah, she should not have to work again and definitely not do things that aren't like full passion projects. Unless this is your fucking passion, then it's embarrassing. To do Uber Eats. Yeah. Also, it is embarrassing. She's fucking Uber Eats and flowers. If we're going to do an Uber Eats in, let me fucking do it. Have me in the bed. Give Sebastian Canelli $50,000. This is what the Uber Eats commercial was literally Jennifer Aniston, Uber Eats, getting the Uber Eats, and it was flowers and a bunch of like, uh, goods for the home and then David Schwimmer goes to hug her and she goes oh I'm sorry and like says no this is what Uber Eats commercial should be ready it's me in my bed I get two phone calls like oh shit the guy's outside I'm completely naked <laughs> you just see my ass I throw on a shirt sweatpants no underwear put on so- uh, put on shoes no socks I go outside complete disaster I grab the food the guy goes wait 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 I need the picture I go just don't get my face <laughs> Then it goes Uber Eats, and it cuts to me in the bed, taking a bite of a burger and ketchup landing on my pillow. Yeah. Not me ordering flowers to a set. Yeah, I don't know what that is. What is it? Uber Eats, know who you fucking deal with. Who's ordering this, and what's going to make them want to order it? Who's ordering? Yes. Who is this relatable to ordering flowers to a set? No one. No, you know what it should be? It should be a, a, like two parents show up at home. They open the fridge. There's tons of food. But the other one just goes, I can't. Yeah. And then Uber Eats shows up. They no, they're not making good ads. A relatable commercial. No. Nothing was relatable. The Verizon no, no, commercial no. was it was like, can Beyonce break the internet? You know what Verizon commercials used to be? Can you hear me now? Yeah, which is relatable. Which is just... And Does they the made that guy a, a super celebrity. That guy was able to live a happier life because he did those commercials. A hundred percent. He would never exist now. Maybe I'm, Jared. They let a they let a rando in. Maybe Jared f- fucked it up for everybody. <sighs> they just let a normie in, and they're like, "No, nah. nah, if we're gonna have a face of our brand, he's got to be vetted and yeah. a PR. No, the Hollywood PR scheme. <laughs> Jesus. No, it's not good. And here's the thing. I'm on the phone with insurance trying to figure out my fucking insurance. Yeah. Nightmare. It's one well, of the worst said people to be on the phone with. Too during the strike. Now it's just a lot of A-list celebrities also doing uh like indie films, A24 movies. I saw Denzel's doing one. Yeah. It's just the biggest actors ever are yeah. we're moving into cuz they And you know who they take they're care addicted of? They're addicted to the cloud. Their kids. Yeah. They're addicted to the kids. They take care of their kids. They're addicted to that more than um than the arts. Than the art. Yeah. No one likes it's not be, about the art. No as one much. likes to be an actor. Really? I mean, they do. And then at a certain point, they go, wait, oh, 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 I could get my dick sucked and, and yeah. people high five me as I do it. Yeah. And then they go, oh, wait, I could. And even more powerful than getting things is having not people not get things. Yeah. Once you start getting things over other people, that's when it feels good. And it becomes a, a, a ego game, I guess. Yeah. No, it's sad. Yeah, acting is just an ego game. Yes. Acting and even podcasts. The amount of celebrities that do podcasts disgusts me. I feel you. I can't even be I can't even do a podcast anymore without having to compete. Well, who am I competing with? We know we compete with 
huge billion dollar companies. Yes. I don't know if any people know. Me and Sebastian do everything. No one does anything. From the beginning, it is we had to, we needed we took a break last week, which was the first week that we took off that wasn't you on vacation or uh, one of us having either COVID or being on a vacation. And people were that was pissed. our first staycation. I heard so many messages. Really? About oh, why I was get... I? What well, you didn't get any? No. Yeah, we we lost a bunch of Patreon members. Oh damn. I mean, I get it. Uh, you're paying. I understand. Like, well, we we'll be back. We're gonna do we're a Patreon. Back. We're doing a Patreon after today. But it's just no one has ever really. We booked guests that we know, obviously, that help a little bit. But we don't. This there's no industry behind this, and people start podcasts with millions and millions of dollars of backing for marketing, for being able to book celebrity. They you have booking agents. They partner with WME. Like, yeah. All of these things have. They want to sell ads, so they're like, we can just get celebrities to sell ads via podcasts. You know who painted the wall? My father. Your father. <laughs> we built this whole studio. We did shows at Asylum and built up, saved money to build a studio. We were doing it on Zoom beforehand. Everything we've done, we have just made this money and built from money that we've made from this podcast. Yeah. It is not. And I can't even go see a doctor. We can't. I can't even go see a doctor. And I think this is a good show. I think and it's I'm probably better than a lot of celebrities. What do celebrities have to talk about? They're really getting less and less relatable. They have nothing to do. You know what they have to talk about? They talk about products they sell. Yeah. It's just selling. Yes. Everything is selling. Yeah. Which I hope. I mean, I don't think we'll ever get to that. We can't even. We no. lost our ad. No. We lost our ad. What are we talking here? No. We have our we got. We lost. We have nothing. Right we now. have nothing. But please jo join the Patreon. Please come back. <laughs> we don't even. If have you a left, sponsor, if you Robbie. left, come back. We don't. We, we got lost. tea. We have tea. I have. I brought a book. We we'll lost play some our games. Sponsor. Yeah, we're Who good. No, we're good. We're good. <laughs> what are we talking here? We love Sunset Lake CBD. They kept us alive. <laughs> they did, but <laughs> a beautiful <laughs> weed farm in northern Vermont. I, I I hear that they're now with Obama. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> no, we love them. Shout out Sunset Lake CBD. We, we they kept us alive. Yeah, shout out. To but uh, we it's it's just we yes. I don't think people realize the business of entertainment I, and how I'm increasingly difficult with, it is getting. I'm on the phone. Yeah, my, people also don't want to take risks. They're just like they assign a dollar value to people. That's like they'll bring in this, they'll bring in that, and they don't want to take any risks. And it's just becoming less and less. The door is closing more and more. Yeah, yeah, the door's closing. Um, I know the door's closing, and I, I just have to figure. And people yeah. break through, obviously. Sure, I don't even care. But it's very luck. Care. It's very luck based because you got to break through on something that they already assume will be a hit because they're going to put a bunch of money in it, and then hopefully they're just casting a small role, Which, and people fall in yeah, love with. Can you. I tell you this? What is? I, I'll tell everyone what a rate for a small role is. It's a thousand. It's like eleven hundred dollars. Yeah. Right, eleven hundred dollars for a day. For a day. And then you have to give your agents ten percent, and you lose taxes. You and walk home with and your manager. You walk 10%. home with six. Yeah, six hundred. And that's and usually you have to do a fitting, a day of shooting auditions. Yes, probably two auditions. So you probably at, at all said and done make less than minimum wage. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. Close. I mean, with with the audition, the fitting, getting to sets. Usually, it's a twelve hour day on set. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, and all the time that you spent getting good at this, it's f not free training. It's just so annoying. A lot to of me. other jobs they pay to train you. It's so annoying to me to watch 
um, all these famous people just eats. Yeah. I know I keep using the word eat and I'm fat. Everyone that's the right word. Get get over it. Um, Eats. I have, I can have nothing, man. Please Uh, join the Patreon. The Patreon's good. And we are putting out three a month, I would say. We've been averaging yeah. maybe w- one week off a month on the Patreon. But um, we're putting out content. You could ask us anything you want. We're definitely talking a lot more intimately on the Patreon. Yes. And honestly Bobby about... me about his force. I have some tea. No. <laughs> I'm still not trying to talk about f- gross feet or anything. <laughs> no, I know. But we I talk know. about, I don't know, nice our personal lives a little bit more. Um, I, it's, I get nothing, man. No, I so I'm like trying to find ways to uh, be happy. I know this is constantly my journey. Yeah, this is constantly my journey. Yes. So I find something, which is what I find out that in New Jersey there's a Shrek themed indoor water park, which is fun. Now, how beautiful does that sound? I go yes. on the website. I say, I love Shrek, a plus size icon. Yes. I go on the wa- the website for the water park. There is a wait limit to fucking go into the water park. That's I cannot go to the Shrek theme water park because I'm too fat. <laughs> Shrek wouldn't be allowed to go to the fucking water park. Th- that's wild. I can't. I can't even find happiness in a fake plus size person. That's wild. You can't have a Shrek themed water park. Are they gonna weigh me to go see Kung Fu Panda Four? I don't. I hope not. Is that what's gonna happen? Yeah. You can't have a weight limit to for go a to a Shrek water event. Park. Yeah. For a Shrek event. Yeah. Anything Shrek. That's a whole movie. I can't even go to the Shrek water park. Is he's an ogre? He feels like an outcast. He feels like he doesn't belong. <laughs> <laughs> and they're I gonna. Love they don't. People are just missing the es- essence of everything. <laughs> I can't even go, and I'm not looking to go on the. I don't need. I want to go on the. You just want river. the vibes of I, the Shrek theme water park. I could technically go in and sit in the chair, but they can't. That's why. But I hear that they're armchairs and they're real tight. <laughs> Truly, Shrek for skinny people. That's I, wild. I, I, it broke my heart. It truly. They need to figure that Robbie, out. Robbie, I cannot tell you. I'm looking up things that I could do that's going to give me some joy. I find the Shrek theme water park. I go, I'm going to go with my nephew. Yeah, of course. Thank God I didn't bring it up. Yeah. It broke my heart that I'm too fat to like Shrek. <laughs> that's unfortunate. That's crazy. I'm sorry that happened. Truly a man that got hot and fit and said, no, that's not who I am. Let me go back to my body. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. What a fucking beaten. Yeah, that's tough. What a fucking beaten. 
taking some L's. I'm taking L's. I'm on the phone with You're the seeing show. L's. I'll tell you this. Nothing is scarier. Nothing is more ominous and a worse feeling than calling insur an insurance company to find out what doctors you could go to. Okay. I'm on the phone with them. After And first off, they hang up willy-nilly. I, I, I hate that when that happens. I don't know if insurance companies, they're just all in the van and they're just driving back and forth through tunnels. <laughs> I don't know what's happening if they're in a mobile bus in the mountains and they just keep losing service because it's not me. Yeah. Have you ever had problem with hearing me on the phone for my apartment? No. Some every insurance company goes, I can't hear you. Damn. And I mean, yeah. I'm on the phone with them and, and at the end of every call, this is what insurance companies say to me. Bye for now. Bye for now is what they say in a horror movie. Yeah. When they That's what the villain would say. The villain says bye for now. And I you know You may have won this one, but I'll be back. I I know. The insurance companies know that they're the villain. For sure. And they say, bye for now. And I know it's on their script because every person that I talked to at Health First said, bye for now. That's wild. That's what the Joker says after he jumps off the building, after Batman wins the one fight. Bye for now. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. That is what and the they are. They're says. maybe more evil than the Joker. If we're being real, if we were to yeah. all the insurance companies combined, yeah, definitely more evil. Yeah, man. They are evil people. Yeah. It's it's crazy. I mean, I, it's racketeering. Tony Soprano could only dream of a of a job like that. I wish I joined To be mom. able to have health insurance. Yes. <laughs> to be uh, to run health insurance. He the would mobs. get rid of drugs, he would get rid of any other whatever, I don't know what kind of business the Sopranos are really in, but all of the illegal activity he was doing, he would trade if he could just run a health insurance company. Most of America just did illegal activity until they made it legal. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. That's what it was. I was on the phone with you. Damn. It was just L after L. Yeah, that's tough. I drove to Staten Island. I couldn't believe. When I was driving home, I stopped, stopped at Well, because then you were telling me... Because the insurance shit was a nightmare, and you were saying that uh, you were calling ahead to be like, I don't want to waste my time. So you were like really making sure that these places would take the insurance because places weren't. So you were trying to get ahead of these issues because you could foresee them. Yeah. So then to get ahead of it, and then you show up, and then they're like, oh, no, actually, we were wrong. Is wild. It's, it's like, I called for this reason. I wasted money. Yeah. That's ridiculous. I... Yeah, it's hard out there. You, Join the Patreon, please. Join no, the Patreon. Please, this is not. So <laughs> no, people, I know you're not I'm saying not that. I didn't get a Super Bowl ad. Let me join the Patreon. No, I'm but, not saying that. Um, or, yeah, there's ways to support. No, I'm not even. And I, even I, just listening, tell a friend. I share will, a clip. Like a clip. I need to be able to talk about this without it feeling. No, no, it's not an ad. It's not I'm an not ad. I'm not trying to be manipulative. No, I know, I know. It's not an ad. I am. I'm, I. I called you because it's hard. I called you after that happened. Yeah, yeah. And I believe I said this. I go. I guess I have to do it all on my fucking own. Yeah. <laughs> it like blew my mind. Yeah. Well, that is what it is. But so, then uh, they make it impossible to do on your own because I'm they charge so much money because the insurance is supposed to pay. It's a scam. It's all a scam. Yeah. But. Yeah. And so, because I'm just looking at hobbies. I'm looking at things like, I'm also like looking at Shrek Water. I'm like looking to help myself and find things to make myself happy. That's good. Um, no, it was a lot of fun. I hung out with my cousin and his friends from Queens. Nice. And they're funny. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're not, not those vibes. The many people. Yeah, they're not those vibes. No, not at all. 
Um, it's always surprising how, like, to them, to themselves, they are, or how unaffected by like. I, I guess I'm calling it gentrifier, like issues or just like tea or like drama or gossip of like this whole world that New York is for people that come and have their own playground and how different it is for like my cousin and his friends who grew up here. Yeah. Like they're going to Gravesend, <laughs> like a part of yeah. Brooklyn that most people I don't think that move here and they, they, they're like, I know Brooklyn, Brooklyn, there's all this Brooklyn drama and Brooklyn is like a, a flag that people wear of like, I live in Brooklyn and like their Brooklyn is totally different. Of course. And it's just, you completely are they reminded that. I mean, you obviously, the people you grow up with, yeah. view the city in a totally different way and yeah. all that kind of stuff. It's I mean, similar, like. They like, are very kept to themselves. Yeah, you don't go. They don't know about the drama. You know of, how many people I know from Staten Island that have been to Carbone, too? Yeah. Like, they don't give a shit. No. Which maybe my cousin would go to Carbone or Italian, you know what I mean? Like, but, but it's like a, it's a, I, I it's a thing. No, I know. Like, yeah, yeah, Like yeah. these things that people like search The lists out. and the TikToks yeah. of all that. Maybe they'll see it and be like, oh, I saw some shit or some girl sent me this thing. They want to go to it this in the city. It would be to impress someone. Or yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, it's not. No. I mean, he famously went on a date with a stripper to the Bronx Zoo, my cousin's friend. Famously. Famously. <laughs> but not a he's. Bad, not a bad date. No, Bronx Zoo's a great date. I, I heard how many I people heard were doing Bronx Zoo the dates? animals were like, "Well, you brought a show to us." <laughs> <laughs> but that's what you. They're I like, mean. "We've never seen the lions wake up all day long." Yeah. But wow, <laughs> the, the the elephants are letting everyone out. <laughs> oh, we got a stripper here. <laughs> yeah, you got to go to the Bronx Zoo. I guess one of the orangutans was getting married. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I mean, it's a nice place. Your sister got married at the Bronx Zoo. Yeah, what does that have to do with these stripper jokes? No, there's no joke. It just like is a nice. It's not. It's like a nice. Yeah, it's a nice. I don't think people talk about it. About the Bronx Zoo. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. But anyways, he had nice. this whole. Here's a, wait, here's the thing. The zoo itself is nice. Around the zoo is a fucking nightmare. It's one of the like the worst places to like get to in the city. Yeah. It's, oh, that's what I was talking about. I'm like, I can't go on a date to the Bronx Zoo. I don't no. have a car. I can't take the four or five. <laughs> nah, and that's, that's not, not a, a fun date. That's a you're not like. I'm, I'm sorry, Robbie. Your vibes. You're not like welcome in that neighborhood. Like you'll be. Nah, I don't have people the best will say energy. shit to you. Yeah, people say shit to me over there. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a predominantly black neighborhood that like they don't they don't like that. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, I get that for sure. Sure, it's like a struggling hard neighborhood. They don't want people and to see coming you in and ruining. Yeah, walking in with some 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 young nice pretty woman with yes, a, in a beautiful skirt. She has a single rose because I know you do that for every date. Every day. Uh, a no. single rose. He buys 12 and he goes, okay, I got four days. <laughs> <laughs> I hung out with someone that I went on a date with last year and we don't speak romantically really anymore. And she gave me notes, which was nice. That is nice. Good for you. It was a nice, it's good to get notes. What are you going to adjust? She told me, well, she said I was one of her best dates ever, which was nice because I had herpes at the time. So I'm like, all right. At the time? Yeah, I mean, I have herpes all the time, but it was active. Active herpes on my face. That's good. And uh, she said I didn't watch the door. She's like, I thought you were supposed to be, like, Italian. Don't you know you're supposed to watch the door? And I'm like, I mean, her ex... That's not a real date. <laughs> That's not a real date note. Yeah, but it was funny. Yeah, okay. Um, But no, she gave... She said it was a nice... I mean, we sat and talked. I mean, we ended the date. I'm, like, doing Lion King kisses with my cheek because we can't. We can't kiss. So I'm just like, I say goodbye. I mean, it's not You're really. You're nuzzling? 
No, you just say goodbye and you like maybe do a little extra cheek action. That's I don't nuzzling. Know. I guess maybe for a second. You're actively you're out here nuzzling girls. I guess. And and you and you go. Can you feel? <laughs> no. the love I mean, we talked for like that. until two a.m. on a Sunday night. It was pleasant, but for someone, she's like, "You didn't. You should have gave me the other seat." She if told you're me anyone that. Anyone from Lion King? You're Timon. Timon? Yeah. He's so annoying. I'm young Simba. What are we talking? I just can't wait to you be. Are, first off, you are thirty years old. You cannot be young Simba. Uh, I, everyone wants to be young Simba, but we have to realize who we are in, in our, our life, Robbie. I don't want to be Pumbaa, but that's how the cards fell, man. Yeah. And I'm Timon. Yeah, man. We're Pumbaa and Timon. A little bit. I had this shirt for the longest time that was Hakuna Matata, and then Tata was in pink, and it was like for breast cancer awareness, and I would wear it once a week for probably five years. That's love nice. Him. Yeah, I love, I love Hakuna Matata. I love Timon and Pumbaa. Timon and Pumbaa. Yeah. Um, you cannot you cannot relate to children in movies anymore. Okay. You got to move. Everyone wants to be young Simba. Yeah. Because he was a prince. Of course, you're right. Everyone wants to be everyone wants to be the prince. Everyone just can't wait to be king. Uh, who can't wait? Uh, Simba his dad died, but I'd take his life any day of the fucking week. I like Yeah. I like Scar. I'm not Scar though. You like Scar? Of the he's like the a fun character. Yeah, you could you but you don't use the word like. Yeah, I guess you're right. You don't say I like Scar. You're right. But anyways, I so I also this girl was telling me that I can't like like if I ever get a girlfriend I gotta stop liking her stories. I'm like just the cute ones. I agree with that. And she's like, No, you can't like any stories. I didn't first of all, did you know that do you look at every person who watches your story? No. On Instagram? No. Me neither. But she was telling me she's like people know. She's like women know. And that they'll look like if, if an ex's new relationship, they'll know if they're starting to watch their story. If someone they're dating or someone they're talking to's ex, they'll know if they're I'm like, I don't know the people who don't follow me that watch my story. I would never know if someone that I was talking to got a new boyfriend and now that guy's watching my story. I would have no idea. I would have no idea. Also, that's what she's like. No, we know. But that's a better piece. Of, we are at peace. I know, but now I'm starting to... I'm like, should I be looking? You shouldn't watch people's stories. One time I watched... I shouldn't watch anyone's stories? I watch everybody's story. I am also people you don't follow. So they, they tell me who really? shares the videos. And one time I... Like, I, someone shared a, one of the videos and I watched. And they were like, oh, I saw you just watch my story. And I was like, oh, I really need to not watch people's stories. I didn't know that... I didn't learn... I learned a lot of these rules on Instagram recently. Well, I didn't know you can't like people's story that it, without it being flirty. I like so many people's fucking story. I do these people think I'm flirting? Yeah. No matter what. Yep. I, if I like something, it's genuinely. What if somebody posts a joke or somebody posts <laughs> something that is intended to be funny? I like it. They're like, oh, obsessed that, with me. Just say that's mad funny. Respond. Yeah. Don't like. I'm thinking like is less aggressive. No. So liking somebody's story, I didn't. I'm just liking, learning that liking, this is flirt. They're like, oh, I was like, oh, I was kind of talking to somebody for a little bit. And they were like, oh, if you were to get serious, you can't like my stories anymore. I think that's a good rule. I didn't know that. I think that liking is like seeing someone from across the bar and like like raising your eyebrows at them or something. This is news to me. I am not using it in that way. It's like I see you. I'm like, I like that. It's like, I'll be over there in a minute. I am not behaving that way online. I need to Unless change. It's like someone who has a boyfriend, a boyfriend or a girlfriend or someone that like you know like you're friends with and actively not. 
Yeah. I mean, you like every one of my stories. I like a lot of your stories. I would say everyone. Really? Yeah. This is what I'm saying. I like a lot of fucking stories. I'm not even thinking. I, I how, know. I'm trying to. Do you think you. I'm flirting for you? I mean, you flirt with me all the time, but I wouldn't say. I would say that you're a little more blunt, more than that. I would say that's a little. I am not meaning it in a flirty way. I need to. I, I'm catching myself now, and then I'm unliking it. I'm like, I liked it, and I'm like, ah, no shit, I shouldn't do this. Can I tell you? Are this they now? seeing the un- like and unlike? I don't know. Can I tell you this what? now that you've said this publicly? You've just now officially made a stance that if you like a story, you're flirting with them. I I am saying it to hold myself accountable. Yeah. Okay. But I like, I could like like my friends' stories. I'm just letting you know. I'm just letting you know. Maybe I can't like anybody's story. That Can you, I remove the feature from myself? Because I can't be trusted with it. I mean, I removed people responding to my yeah. DMs because I can't be trusted with that. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I'm learning about Instagram. I, I'm learning the rules as they happen. I, I like, people yeah. are like People have starting lineups. Girls have starting lineups of like five guys, that like, 10 guys that like all their stories. Yeah. I'm no, like, I, I'm fucking, am I in people's starting lineup? Yeah, probably. But if they like my story... I'm like, all right, I'm not thinking they're in love with me. I don't know what to say, man. I'm learning this. Yeah. Yeah, I think that, yeah, it's good to know. It's good to be. It is good to know. It's okay to do that, and it's good to be be aware and then adjust. Yeah. You can't. As Jelly Roll says, we can't be looking in the rearview mirror so much. We need to be looking what's ahead of us. I'm, I'm down with that. I, I, I do like some of her ass pics. I'll say that. The girl I went on a date with. <laughs> I don't want to be like, I I mean, those are flirty. That's flirty. I I, those are flirty, but sometimes people post non-flirty things or non-horny things. No, but I like a lot of different pics. Ass pics, obviously Here's flirty. The thing. I know I got to stop liking ass pics if, if you I like an start ass talking pic, to somebody. You like them. If you like an ass pic and you like other ones of their stories, they think that you like them all. Okay. That's flirty the whole time. Okay. All right. This is what I got to learn. I can't like any sexy photos. No. Okay. No. This is good to know. Yeah. And I turned off DMs. It's nice because either people would respond. Like, people, if they have to reach me, they could DM me. Yeah. But, like, they would just react, and I would get into conversations or, like, and it's just not. Yeah. It's I mean, nice it's, to, like, have real-life conversations, you know? I agree. Yeah. Um, 100%. Yeah, that's good. Um, but I like that. Oh, we should. Uh, it is. Uh, we should say Happy Valentine's Day to all the people out there. Oh yeah, it's about to be I, Valentine's I hope Day. That Thank you everybody who bought a ticket to the show. The show sold out. Nice. Congrats. Um. Yeah, I'm very excited. Um. Thank you. Uh. So just Happy Valentine's Day to everyone out there. I hope that you have a beautiful day. I hope that people show up for you in the way that you want and expect and need. And if they don't, um, don't. That's not a reflection on you. You know. Uh, yeah. That's, uh. Like, it's could just be a day. Valentine's Day is a very easy day to ignore. I love Valentine's Day. This will be my 10th Valentine's Day single. Nice. I think that you're different than most people, though. I know. I- I'm, like, trying to, like, be there for people. Be like, it's <laughs> okay. Care? It's funny. It, people care. It's embarrassing. Va- Valentine's Day is so embarrassing. Uh, people care. You can't yell who cares. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I'm being rude. A lot of people, po- a lot of people get very disappointed on Valentine's Day. I'm sorry. I-, I want people to know I have been single for a long time, and I like it, and it's... To Here's me, a celebration. Thing. You're single by your choice. Sure. You're not with someone that you want to be by your choice. So that's why it's easy. I don't know about that. I mean, yeah, sure. Yeah. My choice. Yeah, it's your choice. So I think that's also why it's nice. Yes, it is. Yeah. If you were, if you and your... your but like it's the one day. Ex I think just it's, broke up and it's Valentine's Day. That's a hard day. Sure. 
If if you if you I was talking girl, to someone for a little bit who I know will be doing Valentine's Day activities for some with someone else, and I'm like, still like I don't Valentine's Day is so corny to me. It's corny, and I don't have to behave in this corny like. I don't know what is it? it's guys being like I don't know what to fucking do I gotta buy flowers and take her out to dinner like it's a lot of it's like a forced corny thing I guess to me I think it's nice for someone if you're with them and like actively like boyfriend girl partners would you do date night regularly with my when I was with someone and if you're with someone yeah yeah hopefully but also it's just a nice way to show it's nice to do it another it's another just a thing. nice time yeah alright I'm so removed from it that I've always liked it you know how nice it, it feels for someone to remind to remind you how much they love you. Sure, that's what it is. It's an excuse for that. It's an excuse, and I get it's like oh commercial bullshit, right? I get like it's corny, but it's just an excuse for a person if your partners with them to remind you how much. I mean, there's you. just more significant days, I guess. Yes, there are, but it doesn't like birthdays or uh, holidays. Yeah, I mean Christmas and birthdays. Christmas birthdays. So just, I don't know. Just Surprises. In the mix. Surpri- I don't know. You could surprise. We're going to go on vacation, like a nice vacation to treat You've ourselves. You've never taken a, a woman on vacation. I have gone on vacation with a woman. Where? Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. To the your Poconos. parents' house? To your yeah. parents' houses? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've never... <laughs> I've never got an Airbnb. You're just so funny. What do you mean? It's a home away from home. I didn't surprise them with vacation. In my my dream relationship, I go on a lot of vacations and I'm like, one day I'll bring a girl here. That seems more cool. I forgot. We're talking hypotheticals. I live in hypotheticals. I don't live in this life that I live now. Or I'm a lifeguard. No, that's the, what do you I'm mean? Exactly. I'm fighting what you just said right there, right now. I need to live. I'm 34, man. I'm I living need to a be, dream that doesn't exist. No, I can't do that anymore. Okay, this is right. literally what right, I'm, I'm fighting. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is what I'm actively fighting and talking to people about. Okay. I need to stop waiting for something to happen. You're right. I need to stop waiting for the next good thing. I need to stop waiting, thinking everything's going to make me happy and better. You're right. I need to actively know this is my life in the moment, and I need to take steps to make myself happier. You're Right. Because nothing big or major is going to – I can't expect that. I anymore. agree. I agree. And it was nice to go to Portugal, and you did live in the moment. And we had a lot of moments. I don't think – I don't the think that many times – wants to just make fun of you so much. <laughs> the stand- do it. Do it. No, no I'm not. No. Um, but it was – what, what are you going to say about Portugal now? I wasn't thinking the whole time, next time I come here, I'll bring a girl. Because you're with me? Yeah, no, I'm just saying it wasn't well, the that. First time I was I living in the Portugal, moment. You you lived in the moment. I do live in the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I when think we at home there. I need to live in the yes, moment. Yes, I agree. And I can't – I know that you're like I can't live the life that I'm a, a swim coach. That's you. I've been in the – Lifeguard, lifeguard. Co- I love the I love the swim, swim coaching. Lifeguard. For me, I've been like an improv teacher for so long. I just – if I'm going to do it, I just need to find a I way agree. to be happy about it. I agree. It. I need to stop just like – Fight like yeah, I make I don't make a lot of money. I fucking do this bullshit. You're right. I you're just right. need to find a no, way to be right. happy about. It. I'm being I stupid, and you're right. I know. I I'm just working so hard outside. No, the I know. I know. I know. You're right. You're right. I can't like have these phantasmical. All feelings. right. You're right. You're right. I was being stupid, and you're you're absolutely right. Um. So don't. I don't I think don't, I've said anything. I don't funny actually. The whole episode. Fantasize. I think all I've seen is no, uh, this is like a jerk off. I'm like just basically seeing how much I can make my heart funny. Uh, heart rate go the up. The commercial stuff was funny. So New York. Okay. 
New York was voted the most romantic city in the world. Okay. And people are like, how can New York be the most romantic city? The rats, the garbage. I think that's what makes it romantic. Okay. You know when I look best? I agree. You know when I look best? Not with the Alps behind me and a beautiful backdrop. With the guy that's peeing on the corner. They go, hey, Sebastian is beautiful. <laughs> what makes romantic is a juxtaposition between something that is hard and rough next to something that's beauty. To find beauty in the rough yes. is beauty. You know what's not beautiful? A thousand roses. You're not like one rose I love so much. Because yes. everything there is perfect. You know when when you ever see a picture of a rose coming out of concrete, like a flower coming out of concrete? Yes. That's romance. To find the beauty in something that's nightmarish, something that is truly hard. You see a cockroach on someone's foot, but you could still look up in someone's eyes and be like, damn, I'm happy. That's what makes it romantic, New York. I agree. I, it's, and it's always an adventure. There's an adventure in everything. And adventures are romantic. Adventures are very romantic. You want spontaneity? New York has it. You can be spontaneous. Exactly. That is romantic. You can be very spontaneous multiple times throughout the night. You finish dinner. What do you want to do? We could go see a live jazz musician. I don't know. We could go to oh, and you, and you're see like, Usher. Oh, I don't know. Like, don't you could do anything. We don't have a car. Wait, honey. We do. Woo! Yes. <laughs> That's it. And we're not in Tulsa where we need to go on our phones to get an Uber. I can put my hand up and we could be in a vehicle watching a clip of Sebastian Canelli. Yes. Right? Yes, yes. So here's the thing. I think that beauty isn't what makes it's New York isn't beautiful in that way. No. But that it not being beautiful in that way is what makes it romantic. And there are places that you can go that are beautiful, that are adventurous to get to, and that yes. is like it's like, oh, we finally got here. A thousand, the, There's a few spots you could go, and it's like ah. Oh, when got I'm here. in Co when I was in Colorado and I was in Denver driving to the mountains, it was all beautiful the whole drive. And when I got to the mountains, it was beautiful. But you know what would have made the mountains view even more beautiful is if it secretly emerged. Yeah. So in Versailles, when they created all the fountains around Versailles, they literally purposely hid them so you would be like in a shitty like maze of some like wedges uh, uh like um what are they called the bushes wedges sure uh it, it, you'd be like in a maze of bushes in versailles and then you turn a corner it'd be ugly and you turn a corner and then see a beautiful beautiful fountain new york is that yes and versailles knew that those are people that knew about what beauty was and they go it can't be beautiful at every moment you need to have moments where there's not beauty to find beauty and that's what new york is yes it's also something sexy about feeling on it not on edge but on your p's and q's yeah you're not at ease in new york nah, you're you, always a little on you know guard, when you're never getting ahead like, in what? a rocking chair yeah. You're too relaxed. <laughs> too relaxed. No one's ever catching boners in a rocking chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, sweet. Just sitting here getting hard. Yeah. <laughs> no one's ever catch. I don't think anyone's ever gotten a boner in a rocking chair. Yeah. And if they have, it's some per pervert at a, at a Cracker Barrel. <laughs> right? It's too relaxing. No, it's, it's very, you're on the edge, which is sexy. It's exhilarating. Exhilaration is sexy. It's very um, which is something I lack, we'll say, in the bedroom. When it's just like being somebody else. I'm not good at creating like danger or mystery or whatever. But New York is a nice backdrop. I could kind of use it to my. I think that for one to play for me. Anyways, we're talking about my cousin, his friend, the, I guess, the two different New Yorks, the Brooklyn of being growing up here and then 
the people that moved here and how I guess like far I don't know they're very different we'll say um but I'm talking to my cousin's friend yesterday at the Super Bowl party who shows up at like 10 p.m. <laughs> because he had a bunch of errands to run. He's running errands around his car all day. He has a car that's not street legal that he parks in front of a hydrant. Of course. Before and he comes up, whatever. Um, you know what? Nothing. Nothing gives you the thrill. I don't need to skydive because occasionally I'll park in, a, in front of a hydrant. Yeah, that's that's how New Yorkers get thrills. We don't go, we don't jump out of planes, we don't bungee jump. What do we do? We double park on an avenue for yeah. an hour. That'll get your heart racing. Well, yeah, that'll get you going. He was telling me he's parking in. He goes the only free lot in Queens. He was parking in at the at a diner's parking lot, and then he had his clearly not street legal car, black windows, of pitch course. black windows. Begging to get pulled over. Yes. So he's like, then that car, the the people at the diner were like, you can't park here anymore. He started taking a new car to this parking lot. Yeah. Then he just has to park in front of the hydrant, whatever. Um, but he's telling me that he, I guess there was like Timu commercials. You saw what Timu is? I didn't even know about Timu. What is it? It's like cheaper Amazon, I guess. It's like oh, yeah, you it's go online, thing. yeah, the orange thing, and there was some Timu commercials. He's like, Timu was making commercials. He was like confused. It's cheaper Amazon. It's everything you could get. He's like, you could get everything under eight dollars, basically. And I'll he was getting this, like, he's got, I got Timu blankets, I got some clothes. Like, he's I'll, like, you got to know what to get, I'll but you could you get this, some good shit for under eight dollars. That has to be killing people. What? Uh, that's what you're thinking. I mean, I went to China. I think it's a Chinese company. I went to China, and you, I got like a lot of very cheap stuff. At yep. like the silk market, I was getting jerseys for like seven dollars. Um, but I don't. He was just surprised. We we're talking about Timu because he missed the whole fucking Super Bowl for the most part. And he's like, I bought my barber something on Timu. He was like, we were in like a situation, and he had to get him a, a, a present. And he went to get him the barber. He's telling him he's getting like hoodies, blankets, and he goes, I can get you anything under eight dollars. And the barber wanted a safe. And wow. he's like, I can't get the barber whatever a safe. Um, so he tried to get him a safe off Timu and ended up being basically like a lockbox, mm-hmm. which was like a five dollar or whatever lockbox. And he gave him the <laughs> he gave him the thing. You think you think if you have something to protect that's worth putting in a safe? Yeah, for sure. That you would get something <laughs> that you would invest twenty well, bucks. My buddy's like he's talking. He's like he's like I just wanted to show him that you could get anything on Timu. He was telling him about Timu, whatever. Sure. And he was pissed at the barber because the barber didn't even acknowledge the five dollars that he spent on the safe. He goes, he didn't take it off my. He's like, I don't even need to take him off my bill. I just want him to acknowledge. He wants to be, hey, thanks for that. I sp- that. yeah, something. He ignored it, and I'm like, he was telling me he's pissed at a barber he saw today. Yeah. And I go, do you guys have like issue, like whatever? And he goes, oh no, me and Vinny, we fight all the time. And I go, you fight all the time. What do you mean? He goes, let me show you this. So he pulls out his phone and he had into a text message argument with his barber. Now, mind you, my cousin and we're all 30. We're all the same age. My cousin and his friend have gone to the same barber since they're around 13 years old. Mm-hmm. My cousin goes once a week. He goes, Joe goes once a week also. But there was a time he was like, when it was $13, I would go twice a week. Now, I don't know if you've seen anyone in your life besides your immediate family once a week since you've been 13 years old. No, that's a that's a very intimate relationship. Extremely intimate relationship. That's a mentor. That's someone that knows your life. What's happening? He, there, he's this guy's like eight years older. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a cousin. It's yeah, more than a cousin. Because he's telling me they get into blowout fights and then they go back and they go back. He goes, he goes. I'm like, why do you go back? 
goes, oh, I don't know, you know, it's just business. And, like, at the end of the day, it's easy, it's convenient. And I'm like, how are you getting into blowout fights with this guy? And then he's touching your hair. Like, it's an intimate thing, too. It's, like, yeah. a very – because he's touching you, too, once a week. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, it's intimate in that way. So he goes – I think his issue – with the guys, he knows him. I, he's like, I know him for 17 years. He doesn't put me on the schedule. And the, the guy, the, the barber, schedules every 15 minutes, he's got a new appointment. He's doing 15 minute 15 cuts. minute cuts. So that's why also my cut. And then they're like, lying to. Yeah, that's what Joe's issue is is that 15 minute cuts, I'm never. So then if Joe's late. My woman does an hour. That's what my guy does too, an hour. Because we take our time. Yeah. No, he schedules every 15 minutes. He opened a new place too. They've been with this guy since forever, and then he opened his new place. They support his new place, but doing every. And then my cousin goes during the day on a Friday. He gets twenty minutes, and that's why my cousin. I'm like James. Do you have any drama with this? And he goes, No, I got no drama because I go during the day, and he's like Joe goes at night when it's crowded, whatever. Yeah. So it's every fifteen minutes, and he sends me the combo. <laughs> he so the barber, Vinny the barber goes, How long until you're here? Ten minutes. When you run it late, you got to let me know because I have four people right now. He goes, I know my phone died. Can I see you Tuesday? He's like, I'm literally about to be there. So he goes in and Joe's like, I go in. Nobody's there. And Vinny won't take me. And I go and Vinny goes, no, I can't do you whatever. Can you come back on Tuesday? And Joe just goes like dramatic, whatever. And he goes, all right. Okay, okay. I'll come back on Tuesday. And then Vinny goes, no, 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 no. I'll come. I'll take you. I'll take you. I'll take you. And Joe storms out. And then I Joe mean, they both sound like a problem. <laughs> oh wait, it's a toxic, it's a toxic relationship. Joe tells me he goes, I go home. I'm sitting there for hours waiting for him to text me and apologize. Doesn't send me an apology. He goes, yeah. so I text him. This is what he says: You can't have a haircut appointment every 15 minutes. Not right for the customer. I know you hustle for money, but when I wait outside 20, 30 minutes and I'm on time because you didn't take my appointment seriously, I got two tickets flying there so I could get a cut. Because I'm worried about the timing of you losing customers. For what? Question mark. Zero chance he got any tickets. <laughs> he says he got two tickets. Zero chance. I just I believe know. him. I gotta believe him. No. I, I no. mean, it's a, I mean, there's the cameras now. I know. I don't believe him. You don't believe him? Not I believe that he got two tickets. I, he brings it up again. So he goes, for what? Then he goes, this is my favorite part. He goes, I'll see you Tuesday. Not going to respond or read the answer to this. He's so frustrated that he's not going to respond or read the answer. If he, even if you send me something, I'm not going to look at it. No matter what. Listen, I have nothing personal. I just told you I have two people right now. I was waiting for you for 20 minutes. And when you wait outside for me, you know, I always try to squeeze you in at nighttime. I always stay here until 8 o'clock sometimes just to cut your hair. I appreciate your service. Now this is the third. Well, they know each other. He's a barber. That's his job. He's a barber. <laughs> he goes, and he goes, he goes I, I stay late just to do my job. Yeah. <laughs> These, yeah, they're uh, literally looking for any excuse, any leverage. There, it's a leverage game. These two. Well, yeah, just wait. <laughs> um, I always stay here till eight o'clock. Well, I think the issue is Vinny doesn't put him on the schedule and thinks he can just squeeze him in. But then also Joe is like, Vinny's my guy. I could go whenever, and he'll like. They both have this. It's a constant power play. Yeah. Um, of like five minutes. Like they don't. Neither one wants to waste five minutes of the other person's time. But he goes, I appreciate your service. You could have just told me, okay, can I come back at 515? I'll definitely take you. It's just that I have neck pain today, very bad, and I'm kind of not in the mood. I haven't, I've pinched a nerve in my neck. So now he's going, because if there's nobody there and you won't take him, I get why 
Joe's pissed. One per- well, one person's getting tickets. The other person's got a pinch nerve. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This well, that's what it's it's escalating. This is incredible. It's escalating to something serious. Then he goes, the, now this is Joe. He responds. Yeah, of course. He goes, I'll see you Tuesday. I'm not going to read anything. Sucks that it's like this, but I have no other choice. <laughs> but then he goes, <laughs> then he, he has, waits. Wait, he has all the choice in the world because of course. he made the rules. Of course. Oh, go ahead. Then he waits. And he goes, I waited to see how long the four people would come by onto, not too soon. So he waited in the parking lot to be like, he's got four people coming and there's nobody in the thing. He he wants to see if Vinny's people, lying. People are so petty. Yeah, I mean, this is what, if, I don't think people realize like this is, Italians get mad. If they feel disrespected or slighted at all, it's like a very much, it could be blown up. This is what The Sopranos is about. Um. It's part of what's. It's about. part. I mean, there's the big thing, but the, the small things sometimes become even bigger than the big things. Yeah. People die in the I, Sopranos. I mean, the whole uh, uh, Jenny Sack. The Jenny Sack thing. Yeah. I think somebody makes a comment about Phil Leotard because his last name's Leotard. Like they, yeah, yeah, like yeah. small com- like very small things go a long way. The whole first season, they people if find this, out Junior goes down on somebody. They're like, I know. There's them, small power plays always being at bay. Well, it also if if this guy if. I got a text being like, hey, I saw, uh, I waited to watch four people come in. I would be like, send me the tickets. Oh, then you would send call. Send me the tickets. I'll you pay would for call. It. Well, I'll say I'll pay for them. I, I, I don't think he would. No, I, but I don't you think You would call guy, his bluff. I would call his bluff. Interesting. I would I would be willing to throw down 120 to see that he got two tickets. Yeah. And I go, if you only got one, if they only said. If it's not two. If it's not two. Interesting. I'll go send me the tickets. No, they both. I think they both want to escalate it. I know. I think they're both allowing. Well, I'm escalating my own. You want to escalate in your own way. Uh, Yeah. Um. Then he's going not practical for a customer to take every 15 minutes for money, which I agree. At a certain point, and then Joe's going. He's like, he's always trying. Well, that's what he said. He's like, he's always trying to get one over on me. He'll be like, your beard looks good this week. I don't need to do it. And he goes, I'm paying you a full because now Vinny's. It used to be thirteen dollars. It's up to forty four dollars. For the haircut with the tip, and my cousin goes. I have to. I bring him coffee every week. So my cousin, they they all like want to keep. The, then they're also he's the best guy in the neighborhood. Nobody, you can't go to anybody else. He's got a monopoly. That's what they're also saying. Bullshit. Um, which I believe. If they, I don't know their neighborhood. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you could go somewhere else, but that's what I'm saying. They don't want to go. It's also to, clout. Who do? You, oh, you go to Vinny. You go, yeah, I go to Vinny. I get. I don't know. In that neighborhood, I don't. I guess maybe in its own way, people would be like brag about who their barber was. Really? Yeah, in Staten Island, it would be like, oh, I go to Goodfellas. I go to this guy. I remember when I was in in junior high, I started going to Goodfellas barbershop just to be cool. Just yeah. not even for the type of haircut they would give me, so I could go to Goodfellas and say I went to Goodfellas. Interesting. It, well, that, I mean, that's what my, they're saying. He put him on at thirteen. Yeah, that's what it is. It's and they're the like, he's age. the best. He's the best in the neighborhood. I guess a it's few not, of them shut down. But I think a few of them have not been able to survive COVID and stuff. Just like the last few years. This guy didn't. Uh, this guy didn't socially distance. He was cutting hair. Every, every, I mean, yeah. He did. Every no, that's what Joe's saying. He goes, I was meeting him behind a bus during COVID, keeping was, his business alive, giving him all my money. He goes, I mean, he's been with this guy. You know that guy's surcharging <laughs> behind the bus. Yeah, he's been with him seventeen years. This is one of his longest relationships. Whatever. So he goes, he goes on like a five text fucking thing, uh-huh. and then. Vinny the Barber just says, okay. So then Joe comes back. He's pissed then. He goes, more things of like giving him, I guess, ways that he can make his business better. 
And then Vinny goes, because I could always squeeze you in between somebody and not when you're running late and I have somebody right now. Bro, no hard feelings. I'm sorry if I fucked up today. I'll see you Tuesday. I just left work. Then Joe sends like a really long message, just basically reiterating how it's fucked up that you take people every 15 minutes, whatever, the whole nine yards. Gives them more. I, I paid $80 for the tickets, not even a cut. Just shocking to see no one there. I mean, it, I get why he's pissed. Like, Nobody's there. You could cut my hair. It takes 10 minutes. I know I, you I forever. I just can't stand when people repeat the same fucking points over and over again, though. In arguments. I can't. I mean, that's just what... <laughs> That's do what you argue? Is. Do I argue? <laughs> Not no. like th like that. I mean, I mean, I, I guess argue. I grew up around people that argued over. Stump I'm bad shit. at arguing. Yeah, I shut down. I I I grew up around people that argue over like small things like that. Yeah, I don't argue. No, when someone starts repeating the same points to me several times, I shut down. You're like, completely. that's it. I'm like, oh, this isn't a conversation. You just want to say what you want to say, and I want to say what I want to say. But that's what it is. It's almost I don't therapy. Like that. No, of course you don't like that. But I'm saying this <laughs> is, yeah. That makes me very uncomfortable, and I feel like there's no communication flow. No one's listening. Yeah. When people, when someone repeats the same point three times to me in an argument, I go, "What are we doing here?" Yeah. No, but you don't. If, that's if yeah. I don't acknowledge it, and I'm pretty. I usually acknowledge something. Yeah. Now this is very much. This is very familiar to me. We'll say. Yeah. Um. So he sends this whole thing. Then next text message, one day later. Let me know about today. 6.45. Okay, cool. That's it. He goes in, gets the haircut. No, no words. <laughs> he goes, I had to break the ice a little bit. So I go up to him. I tap him on the shoulder. I go, hey. Gives him the, <laughs> gives him the way we're going to fight. Vinny flinches a little bit. He goes, we laugh. I dap him up. He cuts my hair. I tell him about Timo. He gets him the safe. Then that was he got a haircut again uh, yesterday. Nice. But just to have this whole argument. Yeah. And then he goes, Robbie, he goes, Robbie, I'll tell you something, though. The comeback cuts, they're the best cuts. Like it's breakup sex. <laughs> it's breakup sex. <laughs> like it's breakup sex. When they have a big fight, he comes back, and Vinny gives him the best fucking cut. He goes, Robbie, it's fucking, that's those are the best cuts. You know what? It's like, you know he's not even trying. Then when he realizes that he could lose you, he's putting his whole fucking hands into the he's cuts. Putting the beard. Yeah. I mean, that's what it is. Damn. Yeah, but I just thought it was so funny this relationship that he has with his barber, and I'm like, it's not much like that. Nah. That you have an 18 year relationship with these people, and I'm like, it's so different his world. People, people, than the people that my friends are have moved here and live in like Greenpoint or Williamsburg, or I'm like, they live in two different New Yorks. Yeah, yeah. That's why I mean I'm just and you're kind of in the middle. I'm constant. I don't fit in either world. Worlds really. No, I mean yeah, clearly you're not built for this. I'm not built for that. I'm not. Built you're for not the built to world. have. I'm not built for the uh, like blowout fights with your barber once a month. I mean no. most people are. I would say I would leave. My cousin's not. My yeah. cousin gives him a tea every week. He goes, me and Vinny, we have a good relationship. See, but I would. I gotta go. I would be your co cousin. You would be like, more on my cousin. I would know way. the rules and I would follow them. Yeah. But what's also I get where Joe's at where he's like I'm he can't go during work hours. So I got to go when it's busy. And I've been with this guy 17 years. Yeah, I don't know. It's all toxic. It's toxic. I don't need that in my life. No, of course. What type of haircuts again? A tape up? Yeah, yeah, usually. Fade. But they cut. They're telling me how he's really good at cutting. That he cuts with your hair. All the other guys in the neighborhood. I mean, clearly they know. Then I mean, also they just know him for that many years. Yeah. I bet you he's good. Better be. Of course. Better be. But I just thought it was such a funny relationship. It is. 
That's interesting. Well, thanks for sharing that. Yeah. Um, beautiful. Well, we should wrap up. Um, it's been a long one. Yeah. But um, happy to be back. Happy to be here. Thank you, everyone, for uh, uh, listening to the pod. Please share with a friend. That would mean the world to us. That's very important. Uh, if you could get more people listening, that's truly the best. I love when people are able to share an episode. That makes us so happy to see on the Instagram or wherever you are sharing. Um, and if you want to check out the Patreon, that'd be nice. We're going to do a Patreon episode right now, um, right after this. Beautiful. Anything else, Robbie? No, that's it. Beautiful. All right, Robbie, hit the music. <laughs> Oh, <laughs>